So, so ho, ho, when you say hobosexual, I, I thought like they were attracted to like, you know, people who hop freight trains. That's exactly, that's why I like that. I was like, the old timey hobo, you yeah. know? I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. They also have a hitchhiker fetish. <laughs> right? Uh, but that was, that was my own edition. That was nowhere in the, in the, uh, Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Well, hello, everybody. We're so happy you're here listening along with us. Uh, we have in the studio tonight, we have the man with the best vocabulary out of anybody on this show. <laughs> and uh, he's here tonight. That's Greg. Greg, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. I didn't think you were talking about me. How nice of you. It's great to be here. <laughs> I thought you dropped a good word. I routinely get feedback that, man, that vocabulary on that one guy mm. is pretty amazing. So uh, oh, nice. And then he has to ask, of course, which one of us they're talking about. Yeah. Right. Well, at least he's <laughs> somewhat humble. Now, so uh, sometimes we have Katie in the studio. Katie is not in the studio tonight. She saw, found something better on TV to watch. Is that correct? That's true. Yeah. It's, it's always a tough decision. Uh, sit here with me and, and listen to us or... Be entertained. You know, watch, watch a rerun of something that she's seen happen <laughs> times. And tonight we lost. So that's okay. She also enjoys the surprise of listening to the new episode. Uh, usually drops while she's at work and that, that helps her get through the day. And that's no lie. That's great. Also in the studio tonight, we have the king of porn knowledge and <laughs> the man with no feelings, but boy, can he act. Uh, this is our good, our good friend, Jack. Jack, how are you doing tonight? What's happening, fellas? I'm doing good, mm. despite all the titles. <laughs> I'm just throwing, it's just coming off the top of my head. It I'm, is what it, it is. Know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. It. Yep. You got to go with it. And of course, I'm Tim. I'm in the studio too. And I, I just want to say that we have. What happened uh, to all the descriptive uh, terms there? I didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. What, what I don't know how I would describe myself. Um, that's a really interesting thing. There's probably we'll work on it. Me humble. and Greg will get together and work on it for next week. Mm, yeah. 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 What rhymes with box of wine? And wine? <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about that one. That's right. That's right. And uh, I, before we get to the questions, uh, I, we've got a great batch of questions tonight from our listeners. However, big shout out to Dave Moho. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> it's not a complex name. <laughs> we should go over this stuff right before the show. That way we get it right. <laughs> How do you say his name? Mojo. Dave Moho. Do you need me to spell it phonetically for you? <laughs> Could you that use would be M O J O. That's right. We've got a big shout out to Dave Mojo, our latest Patreon supporter. And Dave, we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. And also representing the West Coast. That's beautiful. 
Uh, he obviously now is inside. He's in the inner council and now gets all of the fantastic content, behind the scenes content. Lucky devil. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the inner council. Uh, it's great to have you here. So thank you, sir. Why don't we move on to our first question? This one came from the handle fanboy1246. Hmm. And fanboy1246 asks, I'm pretty sure the girl at, Mc- at the McDonald's drive through likes me. But I am not sure how to break the ice. At this point, she probably just thinks I really like McNuggets. Do you guys have any suggestions? What you do is you place the order, go through, and then as you're you know getting ready to leave, so she hands you the bag, you're holding the bag, right? Then you say, oh, I think you forgot something. Oh. So now you've you've brought, you know, it, it's almost over. Now you bring back the, oh, I think you forgot something. And then she, you know, leans over to go look in the bag. You go to hold up the bag and... No, and you hand her the pen and the receipt, your phone number. That's a little <laughs> oh, right. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good, right? That is pretty good. Probably, um, you know, a little more suave than, than you know, asking for a McCann job or, or something like that, which is what else <laughs> came to my mind. So, <laughs> oh, that's what came to your mind. That's, I mean, it, both things. <laughs> a McCann job. There's nothing appealing about that at all. A McCann job. <laughs> See that just listeners that just goes to show again uh, one of Jack and I, the some of the fundamental differences between Jack and I he is he is brave he is bold you know he wants to you know put himself out there at the drive through window itself whereas me I would probably you know if I was certain that it was her voice and I'm sure a fanboy knows her voice by now <laughs> I would probably place my order and say Oh, and if you're uh, open to it, I'd also love to have your phone number when I come around. And then I would gauge her reaction over the like the crackly intercom, <laughs> you know. And if it wasn't met with what I considered to be uh, immediate enthusiasm, I would ghost her. I would leave the line. <laughs> You know, hopefully sure it's one of those drive-thrus where you can like get out of line. You know? Whopper Whopper Jr. it is. <laughs> Just get over the curb. Boom 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 boom. Good luck, fanboy. So we got an email. I'm calling this email the Royal Inquiry. So the question is I was wondering if you might be able to assist me in locating my grandson. I write to you as I have received notice. He may have recently communicated with you, and I've been looking for him for years. Oh, boy. He is my only grandson and the only male left to carry on our great legacy. Any information you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Respectfully yours, Sir Ball Hair the 12th. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so touching. That was hard. That was hard for me to keep a straight face on that one. I was, <laughs> I was really hoping it was Tyler in Connecticut's long lost grandmother. <laughs> or Freddie in Atlanta. I told him right. to wear to wear clean shorts all the time. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well played. Yes, yes. Well. <laughs> the ball hairs are back in business. Um, this one came from Vogue Corn. And Vogue Corn wants to know. I get how I'm probably the asshole for this, but I guess I just want to know what you guys think. My coworker, Gio, is a 40-year-old male, and I, a 30-year-old female, have worked together for six years, and we are good friends. We have this running joke where the two of us refer to our former boss, let's call him Drew, as Gio's boyfriend. 
Drew was a prick to everyone on our team except Gio, and he gave Gio all the good accounts. Please note that both Gio and Drew are straight as an arrow. In fact, Drew has a, was notorious for being a womanizer and was actually fired for sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. Uh, our new coworker, Kate, who has been with the company for two whole weeks, overheard one of my conversations with Gio where I called Drew Gio's boyfriend, so she thought Gio was gay. Kate went straight to HR to complain about me making jokes about Gio's sexuality. Obviously, I got in big trouble with HR. Am I the asshole here, though? And also, can I get back at her? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wants revenge nowadays. Well, I mean, revenge is fun. I mean, uh, that episode has come to to be self-evident. That's true. (laughs) No, what's this? uh, This is Vogue Corn. That's an interesting name. Uh, Yeah, no, you're not an asshole. Well, this would be, a, to me, a, a classic setup from the movies would be for uh, Vogue Corn to be in the ladies' room stall pretending to have a conversation on her cell phone in the stall while she thinks she's alone, <laughs> but the new employee's really in an adjacent right. stall. <laughs> you know, that, that to me opens the door much like last week with the... Uh, the nosy neighbors overhearing the yeah, yeah. Zoom therapy sessions to plant some really good misinformation. And so, you know, you're, she could be, a, you know, her imaginary conversation could be with another coworker, um, you know, making an allegation against yet another coworker that is juicy and, uh, and terminable. And, and then when, you know, Kate the do-gooder reports it in good faith and there's absolutely no merit or truth to it and of course vogue corn denies it all yeah yeah, yeah. then then kate uh, becomes not a, a well-intentioned you know straight-laced do-gooder but she becomes a uh somebody like the salem witch trials you know a questionable witness yeah 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 right so right now management right has this issue with her not to mention she's now pissed off yeah yeah multiple exactly. people within the office so yeah and Vogue corn could turn around and say hey i i feel like i'm being targeted here yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is, absolutely this is, I mean, what's the deal what's going on yep yeah i like it yeah phony conversation in the ladies room stall that's the way to go yep that's just evil enough mm-hmm. okay there you go vogue corn uh, so this one came from Reality is Fading Away. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Reality is Fading Away asks, is it okay to dump my girlfriend because she's not cool with my dog living inside my house? Like, what the fuck? This dog is my total bro. He deserves to be inside the house as much as anybody. <laughs> also, I always give my dog his medication on time. Ah, good for you. <laughs> that's fucked up. Well, th- you know, let's unpack this. You know, this is this is a... This is a great question, and this is the kind of question that I, I really feel like you know this podcast exists to answer questions like this and help. This one, this is yeah, this is the, out of all the questions, it. this is the this one is you pick. Not as the it. one, but this is an example of a question that I really enjoy uh, answering. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is what Greg enjoys, not what yeah. this podcast is all about. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, listen, teach his own, but but you know, it, it's not so much to me a question of should you break up with her. I mean, that's your choice. I mean, don't do it for your dog's sake, because I can guarantee you, your dog doesn't know that she dislikes him. I mean, dogs, they're they are pretty smart, but they're not that smart. They can't pick up on whether your girlfriend likes him or not. And, and you obviously love your dog. So even if your girlfriend disliked him, 
the love that you have for your dog will far outweigh any negativity that she brings into the scene. But that's not my point. My point is, is that this is the type of thing that you file away and you save for when inevitably you do want to break up with her. Because let's face it, most relationships end in breaking up, right? <laughs> file it away. True. She's got a card file of, that is mathematically this, I correct. That, I this. Do yourself a favor. File this away in a mental file. Write it down so that when you are tired of her and there's no good reason that you're tired of her, you're just sick of her, you're bored. <laughs> you have somewhere to go to. Right. Done. And you don't want to and you don't want to be that guy who just, you know, breaks up with somebody for no good reason. You know, that's when you, you know, you you harvest this little seed that you've planted oh so many days, weeks, months, years before. <laughs> you know, that's your pretext, my friend, for getting out of this relationship. Hey, Greg, so for, forgive me, I'm, I might not have been listening close enough, but are you saying that the dog should be kept outside? No. Uh, okay, no, no, so you're no, saying no. the dog stays. Yeah, the dog stays. It's okay, his house. All right. It's his okay. dog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shh. All right. Gotcha. She so needs to deal oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't need to break up with her at this point because of it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, your dog came first. And, and, and again, it's not like you have a pet uh, llama that, that you <laughs> want inside the house. <laughs> Dogs are house animals. It's a Let's face belly pig, right? <laughs> I, you know, I like to think of myself as a dog lover. I have a dog of my own. However, there are some dogs that drive me fucking nuts. So one would be a Chihuahua. Like, I, I just, oh, I am not a fan of Chihuahuas. Mama, he didn't mean that, Mama. Oh, poor Jack. I did. I told you she was in the studio today, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Katie's out. Luna's in. That's right. Um, but, or what if you had like a sheep dog? And you live in a rainy climate, and the, every time the sheepdog comes in after mm -hmm. doing its business, it's completely sopping wet, mud yep. everywhere. Like, uh, you know, I started to think about this girlfriend and that, you know, what if she legitimately, I mean, obviously he loves his dog, and, and, you know, you really shouldn't get in between that. And if she loves him, then, you know, she's got to accept that. But there are some dogs that really aren't cool. What if it was a Mastiff yeah. or a yeah, Wolfhound yeah. or if a Doberman that looked at her, you know, she'd sit and it just growled at her, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I yeah. was actually thinking that, too. I was thinking, it actually, in both aspects, um, like Greg's answers were based on a streamlined assumption, right? But this question right. actually leaves a lot of room on both ends, right? So not only part of which you just covered, which is, right, that there's a lot of situations where I can see a dog. I could understand the partner saying, look, get this fucking dog out of here, right? And then you just explained some of them. At the same time, I could also see... Um, you know, a lot of situations where uh, maybe the, the girlfriend is more than just doesn't like the dog. Maybe she's mean to the dog. Maybe she hides the dog food. Maybe she fucking throws the dog's toys behind the couch. You know what I mean? Maybe she kicks the fucking dog when the guy's not there. I would assume that he, you know, wouldn't be writing this email if it was that far. But um, there is a lot of, you know, room either way to go with this. So I could see uh, a lot of potential answers based on all the details. And yeah, you know, Tim, you're absolutely right. There are, I've known plenty of what I would call asshole dogs. There's a lot of asshole dogs, you know, when, when people say they're a dog lover, you know, I, I can't, I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I don't love anything categorically. Like, I mean, I, I like some people, I like some dogs, you know what I mean? But uh, they, they have just as much of a potential to be an asshole right. as a person. 
so on to the next question. So this listener uh, goes by the handle Plentiful Doorknob Nine. <laughs> Plentiful Doorknob Nine. Hmm. I have no idea if there's any hidden meaning in there at all. Plentiful Doorknob. Well, he's the ninth person to think of it. So there's <laughs> right. eight other plentiful doorknobs. Yeah. yeah, the only doorknob I know, like your, you know, your mom's at like a doorknob. Everyone takes a turn. That's the only doorknob reference. Oh, oh really Jesus! Know. Oh my! What? That, that's that literally just, what popped in your head. Well, I'm just trying to think of doorknob thing. <laughs> was that one of your urban dictionary uh, terms? No. Doorknob. I was like elementary school shit there. Oh, <laughs> in elementary school, you were talking about. Uh, classmates uh sexually promiscuous mothers i know this is going to come as a surprise but i lost my uh my innocence very early in my life oh, yeah God. what's early to you single digit number jack or please tell me not what? double digit number uh, se- what sexually like at age yeah age. oh uh i mean i uh, the first time i had sex was yeah double digit oh, my 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 knowledge of things adult, you know, probably, yeah, happened a lot earlier than most folks for various reasons. Well, I had three older brothers, and so I, you know, <laughs> that I, helps. I, I, I grew up rather quickly as well. That helps, you know, yep. at least in like what I was exposed to word wise and knowledge wise, but yeah, not necessarily yeah, that I didn't. I was the oldest. Yeah, I was the oldest. So, but yeah, yeah. Anyway. Poor Chris. <laughs> Well, speaking of sex, Plentiful Doorknob 9 wants to oh, know. That's right. My friend just told me they have a sexual attraction to homeless people specifically. <laughs> I'm not normally one to judge. I have my own quirks for sure. But this is disgusting, dangerous, and all around fucked up. What should I do? Oh, my gosh. Did they? Did they? <laughs> is that a real thing? Did they? Um, can you read it one more time real quick? Yeah, I titled it Hobosexual. Uh, and this hobosexual. So my friend just told me they have a sexual attraction to homeless people. Therefore, they are a hobosexual. I'm not normally one to judge. I have my own quirks, but this is disgusting, dangerous, and all around fucked up. What should I do? So, so ho, ho, when you say hobosexual, I, I thought like they were attracted to like, you know, people who hop freight trains. That's exactly, that's why I like that. It's like the old timey hobo, you yeah. know? I thought, oh, that's that's pretty cool. They also have a hitchhiker fetish. <laughs> right? Uh, but that was that was my own addition. That was nowhere in the in the uh, oh. uh, question. I bet so you. I just I said bet homeless you, people was what it was. I bet you that not only is this like a thing, but I bet you there's a subcategory for specific like train situations i bet you i bet, there, I bet there's a web page out there somewhere somehow that that helps people find homeless people listeners when, when jack says i bet there's this or that and it right. comes to some sort of deviant sexual activity, <laughs> right. that, that, that's a loose translation for there is right Right. A category under this thing. Greg, he he's, only bets when he knows he's yeah, going to win, he, right? He's Let's, saying, I bet there is, but yeah. in fact, listeners, he knows damn well that there is. You know? I know no uh, yeah, that, that, you know, to me, it sounds like some sort of sick, like, uh, like, you know, power ploy. You know, they, they want to have, they're, they're looking for somebody who is at uh, a disadvantage in life, man, and, and they want to. Yeah, they want to exploit. They're they're looking to exploit somebody. Boy, oh boy! You know, somebody who who may need them, or may need a place to stay, down on their luck. 
beneath them. You know, mm-hmm. this this is a sick, sick person, and, and you're, you know, not only should you be concerned for your friend, you should be concerned that this person is your friend, and, and you know, and, 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 and just move on from this person. God damn. What, it, what I mean, first of all, I'm getting sex, so... If I'm homeless and someone wants to have sex with me, like it seems like a pretty good fucking night, no? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that depends on who it is. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know that it was. It, it doesn't seem like this came from someone in their tent alongside uh, I five here, you know. So I no, think, no, no, no. Uh, they're they're not right. I understand that they're not homeless, but but. Um, See, I'm Jack just, totally gets this writer's this this listener's friend. Because Jack, Jack's mindset is like, hey, listen, you know what? If I want to have sex with any homeless person, they should feel lucky. That's a, that, that's a, that's a stroke of luck for them. I'm just saying, do you, you think know? the next day they're going to be like, dude, last night I had to have sex with somebody? You know, that like, what did you do? Oh, I ate, you know, half of a fucking Big Mac that was left in a wrapper in the trash can. What did you do? Oh, some chick came up out of nowhere and blew me. Now, do you think he's like that's got to be a highlight, right? I mean, well, not necessarily, Jack. And I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but uh, you know, there are, I think, there are people in the world who are somewhat discriminating about the people with whom they have sex, and so I can't imagine that this hobosexual is a super player. And like, you know, and all that. And well, so no, that any homeless true. person is going to be like, oh, yeah, please, by well, all means. I mean, no know, offense uh, to have to sex the with me and then leave me in my own, you know, puddle of rags that I live in, you know? I mean, I'm guessing the percentages go down. Most homeless are either drug addicts or, or mentally ill. That's, right. That's which means of... they're easy to have sex with. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, so dark. Or just. Dang, down on the luck, you know? I mean, yeah, there's exactly. people who, you know, have gone bankrupt and, right. and living out and of their cars. And those people probably right, enjoy yeah. sex too, right? Like, they oh, probably gosh. miss it the most. Yeah, they, but know? they probably don't want to be used and objectified. I don't know a lot of people who enjoy being objectified and, and used. So yeah. here's my choice is to lay here in the gutter and piss myself or to get a blowjob and then lay here in the gutter and piss myself. I mean, that's just, you know. Me personally, I would, I would move your friend to New York city and buy them tents, like extra tents for them to set up around their house. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Get him a job at a homeless shelter. I mean, this is, I I don't know. I mean, I think they're doing a good thing. I think it's like a, like the, uh, it's like a sexual Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (sighs) Oh, oh my gosh! Um, Go the maybe next a time. sexual Robin Hood. I, I guess can see it, sexual Robin Hood. Yeah, listen, <laughs> this Batman. could this could end up getting a little weird. But the next time that you happen to see a group of homeless people, just ask them if they would like to have sex or not. <laughs> <laughs> How about you go do that and then you report back? How's that? Like, uh, Greg, are you okay if we send him off on a, yeah. you know, a, yeah, yeah, feel investigative, right? So instead, of, and so he can think he's some sexual superhero and, uh, you know, <laughs> just, hey, just handing out sexual favors to, you know, doing yeah. his part uh, to help the homeless. Well, I would have to have an interview process. I'm not just going to F any homeless person, you know, I got standards. Okay, so what are you looking for in a homeless partner, Jack? Um, female. 
And, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> he didn't make the list past that. It's just, it's just. He, he can't think of anything else. <sighs> Jack is uh, is the sexual Robin Hood, I'm going to call him. <laughs> sexual Robin Hood. <laughs> There's just as many homeless people this year, but a lot more of them are smiling for some reason. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that must be work. thanks to the work of the... <laughs> What people have uh, come to be calling the sexual Robin Hood. <laughs> Just what a horrible kink to have, too. That's dangerous. Yeah. That's right. dangerous, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, people are people, right? You got to, what, what'd you say, Greg? Live your truth. If that's your truth, man, that is some real seriously dangerous behavior. Jack was going to go down and uh, hang out with the homeless and try to pass himself <laughs> off as homeless. <laughs> right? See if he could get some action. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, you know, what's the action around like this? Uh, this this trash fire, you know, this this barrel fire. Oh man, oh man! You think homeless people have orgies? Yeah, I'm, I, I don't I'm know. I'm sure. Jack. You would think, right, Jack? I know you're asking a question that again, you know the answer. To, so why don't you just tell us all? You know. Well, it is. So uh, speaking of things unknown, we did get a lot of uh, questions. I know I did. And when I asked the two of you, two of you got the same thing. A couple of questions. Who was the lady on the, at the beginning of our, our uh, podcast last mm. week? And mm. what was she saying about clam jamming? And uh, so, uh, first she? of all, that was... It, it's what, not a food festival, I'll tell you that much. So yeah. like, it's not like shrimp fest at, at Red Lobster. It was, it was a lot of, yeah, a lot of questions. And uh, that was Katie. Katie is uh, sometimes in the studio with us, as we talked about. But this was based on uh, Jack in, in doing some work for our Patreon supporters and moving through Urban Dictionary. And that was one of the terms in the Urban Dictionary. That is correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Clam jamming would be essentially is the uh, the female equivalent, right? Of uh, of cock blocking. Essentially, was the um, yeah. So that that yeah. You, you know what we found fascinating, Katie and I, uh, and we were actually still talking about clam jamming the next morning. Uh, <laughs> was that. Do tell, Greg. We, 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 I, I'm I, I glad I can you. inspire everyone. So I'm much. sure his parents would be proud if they yeah. knew he said a sentence like that. Yes, yeah. uh, well, okay. I told you this would be a good bit. Mom, Dad, I hope you're enjoying heaven. You know, right. you're down on it. Um, you know, I, I, I have to admit, and I apologize in advance, Jack, that Katie and I doubted you. We doubted your acumen because the next morning we were saying to ourselves, you know, why is clam jamming? necessarily uh, a lesbian thing you know cock blocking isn't it isn't a homosexual yeah. thing you know and, and so we were we we had each pretty much without any research concluded that jack's wrong you know clam jamming <laughs> isn't necessarily exclusive to lesbians it's when one girl blocks another girl from you know getting with a sexual partner whether mm -hmm. that partner is male or female but you know, to our surprise and shame, mm. uh, we we realized we were wrong. Um, according to what we looked it up online. Welcome to my uh, world. Clam jamming is indeed, for whatever reason, associated exclusively with the lesbian community. Doesn't make sense to me, but, uh, you know, who am I to fight academia? 
you know? That's right. That's right. Never doubt me again, boy. What I want to know, Jack, is, you know, you know, uh, I, I, without spoiling it for our uh, Patreon listeners, because uh, mm. I know that's exclusive content, but, um, you know, it sounds like there were some pretty dark definitions uh, that you even w when you say something's dark, Jack, that is that is uh, that is remarkable. We take notice. Yeah, there's some dark shit. I mean, there's some shit that right that even I right and you know, was affected by, uh, I may have even gagged once or twice on some of these. <laughs> oh my so, God. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty fucking rough. So I, 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 I can't imagine what would induce a gag from you, Jack. I really can't. I mean, I could give you just a quick example. I don't know if this will make it. I'm not it. sure. I want to know, Tim, do we want to know this? I say we go through it, Greg. Let, let's, let's see how tough we are and see if we can do it without gagging. Oh my God! Okay. I'm not going to drop the bar all the way to the floor. So know that there's still a, another level beyond this. Okay. So, but I'm on gonna, a scale of one to ten, yeah, I'm going to bring you into the eight nine area now. So this, and, and ten being the most disturbing. Oh, there's a ten. I could go straight to ten if you want. Well, no, I don't. Okay. But I'm saying <laughs> I, what I I want to kind of calibrate like what you consider scale of one to ten and what I consider i i probably need a scale of one to 20 you right know, yeah. your eight is probably a 19 for me so so i got we got the um let's go with this one the uh are you guys familiar with the the kentucky klondike bar <laughs> um uh, no, i'm not greg are you no, no okay no but I'm you never... know me i love a good puzzle i'm trying to think what <laughs> there's nothing on the surface of that that sounds disturbing to me what would you do for a Klondike bar? Okay, nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> okay. Well, let me clear that up for you. Mm. You'll never forget mm. this. <clears throat> oh, no. So the Kentucky Klondike bar is the act of <laughs> a and then <laughs> another with oh. said. Almighty. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, is that a, did you make that up? Is that a joke? No, it's or did the, you actually no, no. Find it is actually, oh. in, yeah, and then, oh. then it says the person at that point has the option of following up Gag. with a uh, pa Panamanian <laughs> petting zoo, um, which maybe we'll get into later in the season, so. Oh! Well, it, boy, it, it sounds like a pretty well-orchestrated, uh, well-choreographed uh, exchange of deviance, you know? You have like, to have forethought, right, Greg? I mean, well, no, I mean, yeah, not just the forethought of, like, doing that, but then Jack <laughs> saying that the recipient has the option. Like it's in local uh, <laughs> Kentucky statute, you know. That, okay, well, you know, uh, well, this is Frankfort, Kentucky, and so you know after you've been pe***ed by another person, you, you, sir, now have the option of returning the favor. Uh. Oh, God. Gag. I told you. Oh, another reason never to go to Kentucky. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that was not a fun ride. Greg, what'd you think? Was that, <laughs> uh, yeah. Gag. I threw up a little. That's in my only mouth. an eight. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what, right. Like, what is Jack's world oh. that that's only an eight? I'm, yeah. I'm actually enjoying being willfully ignorant of this stuff. <laughs> If you're in the inner council and you're Patreon supporter, there you go. You'll get racked right up there. You'll be oh on Jack God. level uh, soon enough. <laughs> what kind of Patreon subscribers are we attracting? That's what I'm. Jesus Christ. We will put other types of content out there. Uh, Greg has uh, worked on something that I think uh, everybody will appreciate, and it's a little. It'll be uh, a little more fun. 
Yeah, I mean, oh. otherwise, people are going to start to deduce that our Patreon plea is really a thinly veiled police sting to round up deviants <laughs> from around the country. <laughs> it's like the old, you know, if you want a free television, people do have outstanding warrants, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Greg, you actually have the blog up now, too, right? I do. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're fortunate. Any, any of our real super fans know that the three of us have been working together in podcast world for some years. And, you know, and um, without really going into details about our, our previous works together, um, we have a, a valued member of our, our family, you know, our podcast family, and mm-hmm. who happens to be a very talented writer in Joe. Joe uh, is a part of our team. He's, he's a fan. Uh, and, and he's one of us, and he's been kind enough to start uh, uh, a written commentary on what we're doing here. And so <laughs> starting uh, today, as a matter of fact, yeah. you can go to uh, www.badcouncilpodcast.wordpress.com and uh, get some inside stories about the things that we talk about, about who we are. Um, and it's something that I, I know our, our fans will enjoy. Yeah, and he and has so, no problem uh, calling us on the carpet, does he? I mean, he started out, right? He came out firing right away. Seriously? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's so our he's, own personal Gene Shallot, let's say. You know, so. He's probably been saving it up for a little while, right? Absolutely. Well, let, let's uh, let's clean this up a little. Let's get to... Uh, we've got a couple of voicemails. <laughs> you asked. Oh. So the first one comes from a um, good friend of, uh, of the show. This is from H.R. Courtney. Oh. Nice. Hi, guys. It's H.R. Courtney. I tried to text Greg, but I got an auto response saying he only talks to friends through his voicemail now. So here it goes. <laughs> um, I have a friend who did a guest spot on another friend's podcast. She was essentially verbally assaulted by one of the members of the podcast for no reason. And they're asking her to come on again. She really enjoyed three out of the four other people involved. So do you think she should participate? Thanks for any advice I can pass along to her. <laughs> So speaking of Joe, how ironic! <laughs> uh, well, you know, perfect. Courtney, it's good to hear your voice, and um, and boy, yeah, you, the timing of that question couldn't be better. You know, you know, you you, sh- you shouldn't podcast drunk. I'll I'll go on record as saying that. Uh, and I, guys, I won't speak for you, but I think that, um, you know, we like we had an HR question today, you know, and, and we've had reviews on uh, iTunes that mentioned that our, our super fans miss uh, HR, HR Courtney's HR perspective. And mm-hmm. so by all means, I think that your quote unquote friend uh, would be safe in coming onto the podcast and we, we would love to have your HR perspective, Courtney. Yeah, absolutely right. No brainer. This is a much tamer podcast than the previous podcast that she. Uh, well, that was a bit more rough and tumble. It's not like having sex with the homeless. But I was going to uh, say, yeah. yeah, people who are just listening to what a uh, Kentucky Klondike bar are saying. Oh my god! What? 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 what you know? What was the pre? Was it a snuff podcast? That they were the <laughs> Woo! Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. So uh, come back, Courtney. Come back. Yeah. My suggestion would be to have your friend have the other people start a new podcast without the guy that assaulted you last time. Yeah. 
This is Courtney's friend, like it's Jack not knowing about these uh, sexually deviant uh, porn categories that he, he <laughs> thinks might exist. <laughs> Professor of porn, I think. Okay, this, this call came in. I'm going to title this one, How Many Times? Hey, guys. Love your show. I was just wondering, how much masturbation is too much? I'm asking for a friend. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, this is a much tamer show. <laughs> a lot of friend questions. I hear people... they're going to play this in the lobby at uh, some of the Disney attractions. A lot of people concerned for their friends. Ah, uh, I mean, hey, it's a free, it's a free country, right? So yeah. uh, you are limited only by the chafing tolerance. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say the uh, <laughs> the tolerance of your your skin. You know, uh, the, uh, you're you're limited only by yeah. the layers of epidermis that you yep. have to go through. I suppose. Yep. I agree. I the answer is different. <laughs> the answer is different if you're in public, but otherwise. You know, have out. Unless you're in public, like Chili's in a private stall. Well, yeah, is that that's, public. Or is no, that that's private? not public. I'm talking about like, like in a Disney, you know, line for. A oh ride. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah, it's it's harder. It is funny that that Greg could not get away from the Chili's ad, today. <laughs> 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 it, like attached, attached. To, he could. I can't get rid of this fucking Chili's ad. <laughs> like they were like specifically targeting him after his comments about never going there again. Okay, so let's go on to the next question. This one came from Summon Moon. S-U-M-M-O-N-M-O-O-N. And here's the question that this listener asks. Well, it's appraisal season at work, and my obnoxious, revolting coworker has requested feedback from me. For the past year, this person has made my work life hell. They're lazy, inconsiderate, and really immature. Most recently, I had to listen to this person talk and joke about a sexual act they performed on someone. Hmm. I hope this uh, is this person from Kentucky. I hope not. (laughs) I've never met anyone like this. I'm wondering if saying something directly might finally be the way to go. But this person has a history of being spiteful and passive aggressive when being called out. It's been an exhausting year thanks to this person. Do I give them quote unquote feedback or do I let it go or do I do something else? I'm really counting on you guys to help. Oh. So, yeah, so the pressure's on, gentlemen. Um, we got this. Yes, okay. So this person is, am I, am I hearing, Tim, that this is kind of like a, a colleague feedback situation? Yes, or, like okay. a 360 type of thing or peer okay. review. Yeah, 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 good. Well, yeah, you, you if the person's vindictive, you don't want to take that on and you don't want to say nothing. What you want to do, and uh, I think this is kind of a running piece of advice that we have, embolden the person to act even more outrageously. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right? <laughs> so how would you, you know, go about doing that? I love it. I, I would tell them that, you know what? I think you're fabulous. Um, and, and frankly, I think that, you know, the energy that you bring, the fun, the stories, this company could stand for a lot more of that. And I wish I could distill a little part of you and, 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 and insert it into every other person around here. This place is a is too stiff, you know. And, and I, uh, if I be may be so bold, uh, I'm not alone in that sentiment. You know, I know many many people would love to see you be even more brazen because it is just such a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so amp it up, yeah, amp it up. I love it. I think that's definitely good advice right there. That's good counsel. 
So this one came from Throwaway2212. What is the best way to approach the subject of having anal sex with my wife? From behind. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually curious, Jack. What do you think? Don't get nervous, Katie. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious what Jack thinks. <laughs> it's funny. The two married men are like, um, I got nothing. Jack? I would say the um as far as approaching it or 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 trying to breach the subject in general again um depending on where you guys are at uh, uh communication and or videos are always good right so if you're to the point where you're already watching videos you know then you could just kind of slip in you know one of those every now and then oh look it looks like she's enjoying herself right um <laughs> <laughs> so like kind of play coy while you're watching anal videos yeah yeah that's it yeah Ooh, yeah that looks fun huh yeah. they must they must have just suggested well that's one. boy that's something isn't it hey. that's really something <laughs> that's, what those two are up to look at the smile on her face look how much she's enjoying that um i've actually used that before yeah <laughs> 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 Um, so from that point, let's assume that, that you actually got like some sort of, you know, positive feedback or, or acknowledgement, right? So there's the, the possibility I immediately, um, lots of lube, right? So just get a shitload of lube, <laughs> keep it all over the, the house, like wherever. Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> wait a second. So, so wait, did you just say if you get some like positive feedback from the conversation (laughs) immediately lots of lube so so like you you're 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 lying there watching a video and you're like well isn't that remarkable that that looks like a lot of fun doesn't it and and your partner says yeah that looks interesting and then you're reaching into the nightstand and you're immediately slathering one another with lube that's what you're saying jack no there's the, the assumption right is that that if there is some interest at that point, purchase, mm-hmm. assuming that you don't already okay. have a bunch Uh-oh. of lube. I, that, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me either. yeah. Make sure there's, there's plenty of lube. If the opportunity is going to possibly present itself, don't get caught, you know, without the, the materials that you need. Sans lube. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to, you know, you don't want to go lube, lubeless the first time. That's just a bad idea. So yeah, make sure there's lots of lube. So, so, so Jack, so let me just, I want to follow along here. I, I want to be an active listener. So it's like, well, that's an interesting thing, honey. Doesn't that look like they're enjoying themselves? Yes, dear. That does look like they're enjoying themselves. Well, you know, I, I guess it's kind of a coincidence. I do have this 16 ounce jar of, <laughs> of lube here next to the bed. I guess if we, you know, if we ever were feeling crazy, wanted to try it. I mean, I don't want you to worry that there's not lube because there is. <laughs> I have it right here. Something like that. I mean, that seems that a, a good little, role play, right? Yeah, there. yeah. It does seem a little aggressive. It's you know, again, it, it seems like there should be some some time in between the discovery that there's interest and the pulling out of the lube. But um, you know, again, to each their own. You know, and then yeah, and then you know, from there, my suggestion would be. Um, you know, start with, you know, something smaller, usually a finger, you know, maybe a thumb if it's so, <laughs> you know, during sex is probably best for the first, you know, time. So usually, you know, like a, a doggy style type situation would probably be good for you. And um, and then just take, you know, be cool, man. Slow, gradual, you know, it's not going to be, you know, a great situation the first time regardless. So, um, you know, let her get through that and, um, you know, be cool, be slow and and and, and courteous and 
eventually, most of the time, they end up with a a smile on their face, too, just like the girls on the video. So (laughs) that would be my suggestion. I love how the question was, what is the best way to approach the subject? But this listener got... The whole thing. It was uh, well, approach the subject could be the actual act of approaching the, like and and how like, I, I, I just, just I feel I'd like the whole package. You assume if they if they're not sure how to approach it, that once she said yes, they might right. Then another email would come. I'm just making right. it so they don't have to write us back. They're, I'm just taking it all the way through for them. Mm. Right, right, right. Well, well you're done. answering very thoroughly. It works. You know? It has. Right. Work. I mean, obviously, they're going to follow your advice on approaching it, and and now you're equipping them to 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 handle it when once that approach is successful, right? Right. Because I mean, that's probably you know, it's like an exciting moment, right? Like you you that's pro- obvious. Well, I'm just saying they've obviously had this, um, you know, desire, whatever. They bring it up, and then there's like a positive response. You're like, oh shit! Like I'm going to get this. This is going to happen. Fucking be excited about it. Hmm. Okay. Well, do it right. uh, there seems to be a theme uh, this week with our Uh-oh. listeners. <laughs> our final question oh, comes boy. from Boom Shalakaka. Boom Shalakaka. <laughs> boom Shalakaka. Yeah. Okay. Boom Shalakaka. <laughs> uh, our next question comes from Boom Shalakaka. Not Shakalaka. Boom Shalakaka asks. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan? No, sorry. Shaka Khan, <laughs> So hypothetically, let's uh-huh. say I sold cocaine. Uh-huh. And hypothetically, let's say I have a customer who spends a lot of money. But every time he comes over, even if he do- just does a small dump, bump, sorry. But every time he comes over, even if he do- just does a small bump, oh no. But every time he comes over, even if he just does a small dump, he ends up destroying my bathroom. Like, every time. Mm. Again, he's a top client, so I don't want to offend. But damn, man. Do you all have any ideas on how to handle? Well, I think doing more coke. Doing more coke yourself would probably be a good thing. Wouldn't that, the, wouldn't yeah. that affect your, your ability to smell? Eventually. At some point in the evening, yes, absolutely. I mean, it depends. So more Coke. Probably not yeah. good for business if you're selling it to be using that's it, right? That's true. Yeah. But he's Don't in the bathroom. In your own supply. That's, right. what, uh, that's what Tony Montana's boss that's, always lived by. That's good counsel. So first, of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, it, it, it is bump. A bump of, of Coke. You do a bump. Yeah, yeah but so. he said he's, I think he's saying that he takes a dump. Well, he does take a dump after he does a bump, right? Is that what? Oh, oh! Every time he comes over, even if he just does a small bump, bump, he then goes and destroys the bathroom. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah. So, Greg, you are correct. Yes. Um, So here you go. He comes. You let him in. You sell him his coke, right? So then he does a Mm -hmm. bump. Then he heads to the bathroom. Then you do his Coke until your nose is clogged up and you can't smell anything. That way you don't lose any money. And then eventually he starts realizing that, you know, the the, the grams or ape or whatever he's getting are, are much smaller than that he's used to because he's losing half of it while he's in the bathroom. Although I guess you'll lose him as a customer. That was the point. He wanted to hang on to him, huh? Shit. Yeah, just put an exhaust fan in for Christ's sake, right? I yeah, mean, but I have to. I mean, on the I don't know the economics of drug dealing, but it, to me, it seems like coke dealers would be more 
well off than pot dealers. I don't know. That just seems correct. Logical to yes. me. So I mean, I would hope that this person could move up to get a, a place with two bathrooms and have a designated guest room <laughs> mm. down in the basement. <laughs> yeah, and then just avoid it for for some period of time. So there you go. Or or. Uh, I like to give people multiple options. So That's good. that, or, or maybe start delivering the Coke to the guy. Uh, there might be an element of danger there, but yeah. um, that, or now here's a radical idea. You know, if, if you had that extra bathroom, or I guess even if you didn't, um, maybe you destroy it first. <laughs> you know, when you know he's coming over, you destroy it first and don't flush. And so when this guy comes over and goes to use the bathroom, he's confronted by that unpleasantness. And of course, you make a half-hearted apology. It's like, oh my gosh, I guess I'm so high, I forgot to flush the toilet. You know, but, you know, do that a couple of times and maybe this guy will just hold it you know, until after he's left. I think those are some options. I don't think that, yeah, that's actually better than i thought we were going to come up with for that one actually i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and just jump on greg's coattails with this one yeah <laughs> i like it get some incense whatever the fuck you got to do and then you know sell enough coke that you can get a bigger house with a bathroom in the basement yeah. like tim said just make it uncomfortable you must have a very welcoming house you know just make it less comfortable he's a fucking coke dealer i mean <laughs> everybody's happy to come there when they're coming. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know. There's, there's nobody that's like, oh, I have to go see Jim again. You know? Yeah. They're, they're like, <laughs> but I mean, you don't want to spend time there. Like, you know, put on True. some bad television. True. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe turn the heat up to like 82 degrees. So it's just a very unpleasant environment. Well, it was a wild show, gentlemen. It was. It was good stuff. I think we, again, did the Lord's work today. No, I think we helped some people. That's for darn sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. A lot of fun. Hope you all have a good night, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you, boys. Be good, y'all. Adios. Later. Bad Council is a production of Bocker Talker Media, hosted by Tim, Jack, and Greg. Produced by Tim and Jack. Original music by Tim. All questions are from real listeners and all responses are intended for the enjoyment of our audience. Which is to say, don't take us too seriously or your life may get much, much worse than it already is. Subscribe to Bad Counsel on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere good podcasts are available. Follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Become a member of the Inner Council, our Patreon group, for as little as $3 a month. Members receive exclusive content and merchandise. Bad Counsel is brought to you each week at no cost, but it costs us money to create and produce the show. Support in the form of reviews and ratings, especially on iTunes, as well as Patreon subscriptions are gratefully appreciated. Questions can be submitted through social media or by emailing consultation at badcounsel.com or leaving a voicemail message at 541-604-8487.